Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by Ron Ross, president and COO of Every workforce payment technology that make it easy to pay people instantly. Ron is a seasoned finance executive with 15 years of experience leading accounting, finance, and operations teams at fast-growing companies. Ron, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Seth. Awesome. So let's go back in time a little bit. How did you originally come up with the idea for Every? And am I pronouncing the name of the company correctly? Uh, you are. Yeah, that's how you pronounce it, Every. Uh, thanks for asking that question. Um, you know, it goes back to the summer of 2017. Um, my daughter, Eliza, had um, just left home to go to college. And she was working and earning enough to pay her bills, but she kept coming to me month after month in need of a short-term loan, like her her bills came due and she had several days before she got paid and just needed a short-term loan. Um, and it happened uh, enough where I began thinking more and more about her experience and why it was, what, why she was having that uh, problem, having that issue. And it more or less was because of the mismatch in timing when her bills came due and you know she had worked and earned that money, it was just locked up in the payroll cycle. And me being a CFO and having experience in payroll, I began thinking more and more about that, that problem and payroll as a process and the inefficiencies that existed there and decided that that was an interesting, interesting problem to solve. And so we solved it. Well, fascinating. So tell, tell us how you solved it. Yeah. So when you think about payroll as a process and the software that exists out there, most of these larger payroll companies have existed for decades. And so they started back when you know software was a little bit uh, clunkier and the process of moving money around from bank to bank was also inefficient and slow. Um, in 2018, you know, as I was beginning to, you know, I was thinking through this, this problem that existed in payroll and the, and the inefficiencies that were there, uh, a new uh, process was introduced into the banking world, which was same day ACH. And that enabled you to move money from one bank to another bank all in the same day within hours. And that um, became the enabler that allowed us to launch and begin to um, move money around faster and get people paid. Um, more in real time, you know, within hours. We've since added to our payment capabilities and we can move money um, in an instant within seconds or minutes. And we move money um, 
for our instant pay feature through the card network rails. And recently we also uh, launched a pay card um, with Visa as our partner, which allows us to move money instantly to a card. So we have various payment capabilities that allow, that allow us to move that money much, much faster. And we've uh, innovated in our product um, in the software that allows uh, administrators over payroll to do things just much, much faster. Well, that is fascinating. And congratulations on all of the success. We'll talk about that part in a minute. And obviously having Visa as your partner is huge. Let me go back to the problem for just a minute. So are you saying that the problem is the problem that we pay people every two weeks or is the problem that if we issue um, payroll on Friday, they're not getting it until Monday? It's both, Seth, to be on, uh, you know, very frank with you that the problem exists in both. So when administrators um, think about payroll, there's a lot of complexity that exists in the software um, and how you go about processing payroll and, and getting comfortable hitting that approve button. For example, the collection of hours for hourly workers, how, the, how that experience is facilitated in the software is very key. And so we've enabled that to be very um, fast and streamlined, allowing administrators to, um, to get to that approval and have confidence in that really fast. Um, and then once they hit approve, most payroll companies will pull the money from these companies uh, immediately and then sit on it for days before they release it to um, the banking system. Most of them um, you know, predominantly use the ACH network to move money. And they use the slow method of moving that money to the employee. So once they release it after a couple of days, after it clears, um, it takes you know, days from that point to ultimately arrive in the employee's bank account. So in our, pro in our process, we've actually uh, made um, some intelligence in our software, some things that we've um, built that allows us to get comfortable releasing those funds immediately. So we pull the money from a customer's bank account and immediately release the payment to the workers, same day or instant or instant to a card. So it's incredibly fast and there's some more proprietary things that we've built that allow us to accomplish that experience. And one other important thing to note too, um, we've also innovated on the financial side. So not only in the software experience and in the way that we move money, but there's also uh, for some businesses, they don't have cash on their balance sheet or their cash flow doesn't facilitate them having the cash uh, available to release to workers. And so what we've done is for some businesses, we have a credit facility that allows them to have credit supported payments. So if they don't have the cash on hand in, uh, initially, we'll allow the payments to go out to the workers when they need to be paid. And it will accumulate a balance that ultimately we settle up uh, later. So you're almost loaning me the money to make payroll. Uh, we are, in fact, yeah. For some of our customers where there is that need and they have a really strong business and they just their cash flow works a little bit slower. So they don't get paid from their customers for you know a week or two weeks or 30 days. Um, but it's a strong, stable business. We, we allow, um, it's called credit-supported payments. So we allow them to accumulate a balance with us and still pay their workers, you know, same day or, or instantly. Well, that's fascinating and a whole different innovation. Um, why do you say that the every two weeks or every 30 days is an outdated pay cycle? 
Well, when you think about the experience I described for my daughter, it puts you know, a significant amount of the U.S. workforce in a predicament. You know, it's, it's roughly three out of four U.S. workers live paycheck to paycheck. And so when they're working, but they're not getting paid more in real time for that work, they're, they're essentially a creditor to their, their business. And, you know, nearly half of the U.S. workforce has zero dollars saved for an emergency and um, less than, um, well, it's more than 80% have less than $500 for an emergency. So when you're in that pay cycle and something comes up where there's a bill that's due or an emergency that happens and you need to have access to your money, uh, it just puts these, these workers in a real bind. And um, when, you're, when they're not getting paid for their work more in real time, that's where, um, when you look at it from a macro standpoint, um, overdraft fees, you know, there's about $9 billion that uh, gets sucked out of these consumer accounts because of overdraft fees. And when you look at payday lending and payday lending um, originated from that, that friction, that timing, you know, that lack of um, real-time pay. And it's about $20 billion right now that gets sucked out of, you know, uh, the U.S. consumer's pockets because they, they don't have access to their pay and they have to go somewhere in these cases where there's an emergency. So then what's a every pay cycle? What's a, what, if we're outdated, what's the 21st century every version? You know, in our, in our software, you can get paid every day if you want to so, for example, for myself, I've been paid every day for about four and a half years now. You know, there's no way that I'm going to go back to a, a two week or half a month. Just to, me, it, to me, it's just more efficient. And what we found is that our product has a really strong fit with contingent workforces. So if you think about delivery or staffing or sales focused businesses like Pest or Solar Sales or uh, mortgage companies for, you know, with loan officers, when they sell, they want to get paid uh, instantly, or when they make a delivery, or um, finish a job for a staffing company, they expect, it's now become an expectation that when they finish their work, they get paid uh, more in real time, you know, soon after. And our software facilitates that experience for these uh, verticals. If we're, if an employee is getting paid every day, that assumes then that the business has the capital to pay them every single day. Well, and some businesses don't. And that's why I mentioned earlier, we, we actually, if they don't have the cash right then and their cash flow cycle internally with their business doesn't facilitate that, we can, we can offer uh, credit supported payments, which uh, helps enable that for them. Yeah, I was going to say, there are times like our clients have to pay us before we can pay them. And based on the day of the month, like- Exactly it. Um, taught you now um, have quite a robust team. Can you talk a little bit about um, how over the last five years, I mean, you started like right before the pandemic. Um, can you talk about how you've recruited and grown a team in today's interesting labor market? <laughs> sure. You know, I, I, uh, my background is I've been a CFO. Uh, a few times over in early stage businesses. And during my career, I've worked around people that are exceptional uh, on the product and engineering side and on the go-to-market side and on the finance side. So again, 
I, I've uh, accumulated um, a lot of relationships over my time working in these type of businesses. And right from the start, um, I recruited a really strong executive team and a co-founding team. And they started with me to tackle this problem. This is all a problem that we're very passionate about solving. And so we started there. And these uh, people that are either co-founders or that came into the business early had really strong connections. And they, of course, recruited people that they knew and that were exceptional into our business. So we started out um, more at the top of the business, the executive team, and then built it out from there. And we're now about uh, 56, 57 employees, I believe is where we are at this point. Um, and we're venture backed. So we've raised capital and we've really been able to uh, get aggressive about growing our business and tackling this problem. Well, congratulations on that. That's incredible. Are you allowed to disclose like how many workers lives you're touching or how many businesses you're serving? Yeah, certainly. We, we have over 700 customers now and a lot of those customers are very large uh, platform businesses that have, you know, tens of thousands of uh, 1099 con contractors or W2 employees on their, on their platforms. And so we have well over 200,000 workers that are using our software now. That is absolutely incredible. Now, seeing all that gives you tons of data on what's happening and what's coming. Um, what are some of the workplace trends that are kind of happening and coming down the pike that we need to know as business owners? You know, uh, so over the past, we've been in business over five years now, and it's been fascinating, Seth, to watch that expectation around pay happen. You know, when I started the business, I knew it was a problem that was, um, you know, very painful for a lot of workers and that eventually it would get to uh, a, a point where it was, you know, workers demanded real-time pay. And over the past five years, we've seen that shift. And I think there's been, you know, an expectation going through the pandemic, you know, paper checks don't work when no one's in the office and when you're working remote. And there's been this explosion um, in uh, gig uh, work, gig staffing. You know, they're, they're, right now there's around 60 million gig workers and that's expected to continue to grow. Um, and that's almost 40% of the U.S. workforce. And that's, you know, going to continue to expand um, over time. And there's now this expectation in that space uh, with gig work and delivery and staffing that, you know, when they finish their job, they get paid immediately after. And we're seeing that that expectation is starting to blend um, and starting to bleed into a role for W-2 employees. And so over time, that expectation will set in and workers are just going to demand to be paid more in real time. And, you know, when you think about technology, that's exactly what technology does. It removes friction from complex processes and makes it more of a real-time uh, experience. And you can think about that in, you know, how you uh, experience watching a movie or navigating uh, on your phone to a location or um, getting your news or um, your, uh, your mail. Um, everything moves to a real-time experience. And that's exactly what we're doing in payroll and payments. How have you, I mean, you're competing against, you do something different, but technically you're in the same industry as some, you know, Fortune 500 multi-billion dollar corporations. Um, yeah. How has that gone? You know, um, growing a business is challenging as it is. And it's also challenging when you have players in your space that are well-established and have been around for decades. So they already have 
you know, that brand credibility. And so it is difficult kind of cracking into that space, but we've built something that's so unique that they can't facilitate, especially for these um, companies that it's really become an expectation and they need it, that it's allowed us to really grow and find a, a real strong niche in that space um, in pay payroll and payments. And often we find that there's this pent up uh, frustration with the way that payroll has worked. You know, payroll administrators, they're dealing with very clunky, um, archaic software. And so when you introduce something to them that's more, I would say, consumer app-like feel where it's very intuitive and instead of clicking through 10 different screens, you know, one or two clicks and you're there, it's just refreshing for people and it frees up a lot of their time where, where they don't have to be dealing with, you know, an old clunky experience. How do you protect your intellectual property? You know, that's, that's challenging. Um, you know, you could go the more old school traditional route and look at like filing a patent or that, that sort of thing. And I, I think that doesn't really work as well as I think it initially was intended to work. And so the way that we, we do that or, or view how we protect what we do, we've just rushed so far ahead of where the market is. And we have some very proprietary capabilities that I think are going to be really hard, really difficult to replicate, um, really difficult to replicate by these older, larger companies. You know, it's just takes a lot longer for them to move um, a cruise liner than, you know, a speedboat. And then for the smaller companies that are trying to uh, facilitate what we have built, it's going to, it's going to be really difficult for them because we have some expertise on our executive team and what we've built. It's just, it's a real hard problem to solve. And I think it's going to be challenging for people to replicate what we've built. So if ADP or Paychex isn't just going to knock you off, is your, is your business plan, is your strategy to just keep growing and growing? Or do you foresee a potential acquisition from some from a company like that? You know, that that's a very interesting question. So uh, just to provide perspective too. So when you look at the, the larger payroll companies, they're incentivized to move slow. When you go to their public filings and look at their financial statements, you'll see in their income statement, getting a little uh, geeking out, getting technical. When you look at income statement, there's a revenue line that says interest uh, income. So what they do is they end up making money off of moving slow. When they pull money from customers' accounts and they sit on it for days, they're actually earning interest off of the float there. And so it's going to be a completely uh, different shift for their business model to move away from that and move, move on to something that's that's faster. What we've actually found just recently is these larger payroll companies, they know it's very difficult to um, build what we have. And they know there's this growing um, market of contingent workforces that they just don't have a product that really fits. And so they're looking to partner with us um, to facilitate tackling that market and that need that they see. Um, and so we'll probably, uh, and, and we are, partnering with these larger uh, HR payroll companies to accomplish that. And I'm certain, you know, with what we've built, there will be opportunities uh, for these companies to look at us as an acquisition target, but we built something that's very unique. And I think we can continue to grow it, um, you know, standalone and um, keep our independence that way. 
Do you have any, who's an ideal customer for you? I mean, obviously a platform or an employer, the bigger gives you more volume, but mm -hmm. I mean, does this work for, Hey, I'm a small business. I have five people working for me, 10 people working for me. It does. Yeah. You know, we, we started out with individual W2 payroll companies servicing them. So think of uh, businesses that are less than a hundred employees. You know, and every business needs to pay their employees and they need to calculate and remit the tax withholdings and do all the tax filings. We do all of that. We're a full service payroll company. So we, we can facilitate um, that type of customer experience. And like I mentioned, we've been pulled over time into these larger platform uh, businesses. So delivery companies, uh, staffing companies, and these are larger businesses that have, you know, thousands and thousands of W-2s and 1099s. And we facilitate that. And more recently, uh, we've unlocked uh, a white label product and we have embedded components. So um, like I just mentioned with, you know, a payroll company and these larger companies that want to um, want to more uh, grow in contingent, the contingent workforce space, you know, we can offer a white label solution to them or we can give them embedded components where they can facilitate and unlock that experience for th those type of uh companies, those type of businesses. Well, it sounds like you built something absolutely incredible um, and solved a large problem. It's funny. I was walking, watching a documentary on, I can't remember if it was Apple TV or Netflix. I think it's called Dirty Money. And there was a whole mm -hmm. hour on the pay, the the payday lending industry in one particular company. And you're smiling. So I'm guessing too. you've yeah. seen it. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating. Yeah. Yes. Which is funny because you don't know what you don't know. And you think the world or your world is everyone's world. And mm -hmm. it's just fascinating seeing that and hearing what you do and realizing just thought this was, you know, two weeks, 30 days was the, we've always, you know, I, my entire career, I've been paid that way. And that's the way we do payroll. And we just think that's the way it's always been done. That's the way it's done. And I love that you said, Hey, there's a, you know, obviously you had a personal relation, personal, your daughter had an issue and you said, I bet you there's a better way and we can create it. So congratulations on that, on all of your success on disrupting, um, arguably a very, very large industry. Um, where can our business owner viewers and listeners go to learn more and check out your service and see if it's right for them? Certainly. So you can find me and our company. And again, it's, it's, Every and it's spelled E-V-E-R-E-E. -E -E. You can find us online um, as well as on LinkedIn. And you can go to uh, Twitter or uh, Facebook and the handle is, handle is EveryPay. Um, how'd the name come about? I'm surprised because Every, I'm surprised. That doesn't say like instantpay.com or something like that. Sure. You know, as I was thinking about this problem going way back to 2017, the uh, the phrase that kept coming in, in my mind was the exchange of value between the employer and the employee is broken. And in finance and accounting, often you'll see that employer and employee is, is shortened to ER and EE. And so it just became, and I actually go through my notes when I was thinking about what to name the business and exchange of value, EV, between the employer ER and the employee EE became the name. And also, um, since you can be paid uh, every day uh, using our software, it sort of has a dual meaning.
the exchange of value between the, you know, the company and their employee, as well as, you know, get paid every day. Beautiful. All right. Well, we know your time is incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you spending some with us. This has been Seth Green with Ron Ross of Every. Um, Ron, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Seth. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.